0: Welcome to Conscious Life Design with your host, Natalie Gole. Natalie is a holistic life coach, an expert in conscious life design, and author of Finding Your Why. Natalie believes it is never too late to reinvent yourself. And now here's your host, Natalie Gole.
1: Hi, and welcome. Thanks for tuning in today. So. We're going to tackle a topic that's a little bit heavier than the previous ones, if you want, or one that's easy to get stuck in the weeds with because there's so many areas that we can go off into, um, and that is science and spirit in relation to personal development. Okay, so now when I talk about science, I'm talking about science small s and spirit small s. That is science, in science I include reason. Logic, positivist thinking, which is uh, if you're a positivist, you tend to believe only what you can see, touch, smell, right? What is right in front of you? And spirit, sorry, spirit, uh, small s, which is, includes art and magical thinking and sort of artistic creativity, because of course creativity spans uh, both science and uh, spirit. So that's what i'm talking about i'm just using science and spirit as a shorthand so why am i talking about this well because these both both areas science and spirit are often treated as sort of opposing forces when it comes to personal development and i think it's a false dichotomy i think there's no reason for the tension between the two but you'll have a lot of scientists and uh, people who are very positivist or pragmatists, people who are extremely practical, oppose anything even remotely new agey or spiritual. or And uh, sometimes, or they'll t- say, they oh, I don't have an artistic bone in my body and I really hate magical thinking and all of that sort of thing. I only believe what I see and touch, right? And on the other side, you have... Um, personal development people, new agers who who reject science, they dismiss it altogether because they feel the hostility from science. And so they go, oh, it's all, you know, I I reject science. So either they reject it from the sense of as a scientific pursuit, they'll reject scientific theory, or they'll reject uh, the other areas of science that I was talking about, such as, uh, oh, I'm an artist, I'm not practical. Right. I, I reject uh, business or I reject this or that anything that's not sort of new agey or creative or, quote, artistic. I think this is a mistake. And that's not because I'm a relativist. It's not because I think anything goes, but because I think that tension between science and, and spirit, science and art, is a false tension. It's better to think of all of these things as as lying along a spectrum. They complement each other. They're not in opposition. The sort of hostile current to science in the personal growth movement, I kind of understand it, again, because of the rejection of a lot of, of spiritual Approaches to life if you want by the scientific community, but it's a it's a mistake. It's a mistake to look at it that way Why am I talking about this? I'm talking about it because as a coach as a conscious life design coach I Draw from both from from the full spectrum. Okay. I have my 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 programs Are step by step they, they have a lot of analysis, they have exercises, they have brainstorming and so on, but they also encourage the use of a lot of personal development techniques that are more associated with spiritual pursuits, although in my view they can be applied any part of, to any part of your life. So I resist this desire to, to sort of take sides where there are no sides. There should not be a side. I also resist the desire to see easy equivalencies between scientific theory, for example, and spiritual concepts. You'll hear a lot of spiritual gurus uh, use scientific terms and pseudoscience to, to explain or justify their beliefs and their practices. There are a number of reasons why this is a mistake. but In large part, in my view, it's because the role of science is not to explain spirituality. And also, if you reject science, why would you use it to justify yourself? Now, I'm not saying that science and spirit can't be in accord, only that it's not necessary that one should explain or validate the other. And depending on what you're trying to achieve, it's, it's actually often irrelevant. Now, for my personal development friends out there, my new-ager friends out there, I'm going to say right off the bat that I believe that science is valid. I have no issues with it as such. And I'm talking about science, again, science big S, science as in scientific theory, mathematics, and so on, and science small s in the sense of pragmatism and practical approach to life. So I have no issues with it at all. But that doesn't mean that it's always right. Okay? And it also doesn't mean that it's rather always the right tool for the job. But internally, science is largely coherent. It's a system that works as long as everyone involved agrees on the rules. The scientific method of falsification, that is to say testing, testing a hypothesis, has proven to be a good way, a valid way, to measure what we call the measurable world, okay? The issue isn't science, but whether the measurable world is all that there is. If you subscribe to the idea that everything, absolutely everything, starts with thought, Then there's a process or force between thought and physical manifestation That so far science has not been able to really measure You might be able to measure some byproducts, but you really haven't been able to use science to explain it And yet we need some way to talk about it to interact with it to describe it and that's where I think along that spectrum science is not particularly good at describing that but Spirituality, spiritual pursuits, creativity, art, and so on are the tools for the job. A lot of people think that you can't hold those two beliefs at the same time. And I'll tell you a story in a second that, that illustrates that in sort of an extreme, an extreme example. But first, let me give you an example of a of a you know one of the most famous personal development gurus out there who does hold both thoughts, and that's Deepak Chopra. Right. He's a medical doctor. And he's also a personal power or new thought guru. Par excellence. Right. He is really way up there in terms of he's the go-to guru for a lot of people, including me, (laughs) including myself, just if I'm honest. And although I can obviously not speak for him, I think he would agree with the idea that once an illness or let's say a broken bone or something like that manifests in the physical world It's necessary usually to resort to medical science, right? I wouldn't tell you don't go see your doctor Western medicine is not a; It doesn't It's not universally successful But it can be pretty good at treating illness once it manifests in the world But I think that deepak chopra would also say And again my 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 interpretation of his uh, perspective that we could avoid that step if we addressed those issues before they manifested physically in the spiritual plane. If we address them in the spiritual plane, disease really is two words: disease is dis ease, unease, if you will, imbalance. Now I know not everybody listening here is going to agree with Deepak Chopra's or my perspective here. But what I'm trying to do here is simply to I'm trying to illustrate here how it's possible to hold both worldviews at the same time and not contradict yourself and not betray any any truth and not be fudging. So the story I'm going to tell you, just very briefly, is simply, you know, why I, I've sort of started thinking about this and why I decided to tackle this topic. Although I, I admittedly find that it's a difficult one to to talk to talk about because there's so many uh, there's so many approaches to this and so many paths we can go down as we discuss this topic. But the reason I've brought it up is that uh, a number of years ago, at the time I was working, uh, I was helping to run a community television station, and I've never really had too much of an issue reconciling my fascination with, with science, and math in particular. I love math, and my spiritual curiosity. That, that's never been a real issue. I, I've always felt that's sort of a personal thing, and everybody comes to their own conclusions. But I didn't perceive it or, or see it as necessarily a, a point of huge debate Certainly, I've seen it historically, you know, you have religious and then science and so on at that level, but just on a one-on-one basis with people, I never, I just didn't see it as a huge issue. And uh, one day, a friend of mine, this guy that I'd met at while at work, he was new to the community and uh, was creating videos, I think, about his art. I don't remember very well, but we got along really well. We had a few meals. I thought, oh, this is a nice person, you know, nice to, to get to know know him better but one day one evening he called me and clearly he was spoiling for a fight i have no idea why i think it might have been triggered by something i said uh, at work but i don't really recall all i remember is that he had decided on his own because we'd never talked about this that i was analytical scientific Uh, interested in math and therefore not an artist now you don't know me personally but I'm a musician and I'm also an artist I I do a lot of visual art so this was a little odd Uh, and I said well you know we started talking uh, and he felt that that I could not have an opinion that was not sort of taking science's side if you want And he just really wanted an argument. And because I wouldn't argue, it it really caused a a problem. We never spoke again. I have no idea why this happened, but it's got me thinking about this idea. And I did not feel uncomfortable holding all of these views that I've just explained, but clearly it made this person very uncomfortable to the point of, of, of frustration. Now I know that's an extreme example, but, but it serves to illustrate that for some people this is a serious issue. This is, this is a, internally they have a, a real conflict that I didn't realize was, was such a big deal at the time. Now this was many years ago. So I've just thought that you should always use tools and information for what they're good for and you shouldn't expect using the wrong tool to have a good result, right? Sometimes there can be a fluke, but usually you need the right tool for the job so that you can uh, get the right result. Similarly, you shouldn't expect science to solve spiritual matters, and you shouldn't insist that science must explain spiritual questions for the spiritual questions to be valid questions and for there to be some kind of valid answer that is non-scientific. As I said earlier, I think I'm not a relativist. I don't take everything on board uncritically, but I think there's room for keeping an open mind where one method is perhaps more suited to a task than another. A more healthy view is to use the metaphor of the lens and to use the lens that best suits your purpose. So let me explain. If you have a scientific lens and your artistic lens and your philosophy lens and your spiritual lens and your religious lens and so on, you look at the problem through those lenses. Which one gives you the clearer picture? Which one resolves the question for you? Which one takes you forward? That's a healthier perspective than rejecting outright anything that doesn't sort of comport with your your primary let's say direction your primary your dominant way of viewing the world, your dominant worldview doesn't mean you have to change everything you believe it doesn't mean that if you're more pragmatic more positivist more scientific it doesn't mean you have to go join an ashram it doesn't mean that you have to adopt religious beliefs but if and if what you're doing if your worldview is working for you and you're totally successful awesome keep doing it go ahead but if it's not then rather than looking to the other as as the other side as the enemy if you want think of it as a spectrum let me see let me let me broaden right think about it that way let me broaden a little bit maybe i can open the door here maybe i can try meditation maybe i can try visualization maybe i can think in terms of of moving forward by connecting with my inner intuition right with my my sorry my higher intuition intuition's always inner right <laughs> my higher intuition You don't have to go any further than that, but maybe you do need to open that door. And conversely, as a uh, more, let's say, spiritual type of personality, you know, don't reject practicality. Don't reject getting the skills you need to get to move forward. Don't reject understanding things that, oh, you know, you're too good for. How many times have I spoken to people who I was either working with or or just having a chat about these things with and they're like Oh, no, I'm an artist. I just I can't do that, right? They say oh, I can't be practical. I can't plan. I can't come up with it Well, if it's working for you again, great. Awesome. Go for it. But if it's not maybe you want to question how You're looking at things and maybe you want to acquire, you know, not, not, not put down so much things that you think you're too good for. Sort of lower the arrogance level a little bit and accept that maybe there are some cool answers down the road along that spectrum towards the more practical material side of things. Okay. But you don't have to give up. You don't have to betray anything. All you have to do is be open. So as I said earlier, I'm talking about this because as a coach, I encounter this problem on both sides. And it's not really a problem, but I have to really talk it over with people because they, they reject like, oh, no, no, I've tried meditation. I didn't like that, that, that weird group that I joined. I'm like, well, you don't have to join the group. You can go home and do it at your desk, right? And I've had the other, the other side as well. So it's not an either or proposition. Clarity on this point Can lead to a more well-rounded stronger position. It gives you more tools. Why would you want to reject? Anything on either side if it if it moves you forward if it doesn't move you forward don't do it So the idea is that you can it may seem like a contradiction you can live with paradox you you can have inner contradictions because it actually these aren't contradictory. You have to think of them as complements of each other rather than tension. Use your critical sense. Use some analysis before you accept or reject. What are you measuring? What phenomenon is being described? What is the best way to look at a problem? Is what you've done so far working? Right. Those are all questions you can ask yourself before you judge. Maybe you should open up to other possibilities, even if it's not your natural inclination. Believe me, I had to do that a lot of times. The the reason I bring this up is that, yes, I have encountered this, but it wasn't a big deal. I just, I didn't have that that problem that I've seen people struggling with. I sort of had to go, oh, maybe I need to look at this. You know, it's not really my thing, but I'm going to try it. And it doesn't always work, but stay open. When it comes to the measurable world, science is usually a better tool, the better lens to use. It's not perfect, but it is better for predictability and certainty. However, certainty and predictability for you positivists out there, they're not always the goal. Right? That's not always what you need. Some things cannot be explained. At least not by science and so you may want to look elsewhere wherever you you lie on this question whether whether you feel that you don't need anything but this world right here tangible etc or whether you feel everything is spiritual and everything is thought wherever you 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 are on that spectrum by all means i want you to chase by all means, i want you to stay true to yourself Always stay true to yourself first, but it's not a betrayal to look at other things, to look at other options. Don't use your worldview as an excuse not to learn something new, not to try something new. Don't use arrogance to hide your fear of the unknown. You won't lose your core beliefs just because you grow to include other possibilities. What you're going to do is adapt them to suit you, and you're totally allowed to do that. That's the big fear. We always fear that, oh, if I, if I go over to the, quote, dark side, whichever side that is, depending where you're coming from, I'm going to lose myself. I'm going to have to listen to other people. No, you do it on your terms. No problem. That is core to conscious life design. You do things on your terms but don't reject them just because they're unfamiliar. Feel free to adapt yourself, but also adapt the world to you, right? Adapt your world, your perceived world to you and make it work for you. The only real oh man. The only real requirement is an open mind. You don't have anything else that you need, but to keep your mind open to options, open to conversation, not to bullying, not to pushing, not to conversion, not to any of that, but just open to, hey, you know, what I'm doing isn't really working for me right now. I wonder if there's something else out there that I haven't considered. And that's why I like to think in terms of science and spirit along a spectrum instead of in opposition because if they're in opposition you the, the tendency is to reject right I don't like that I'm against it I, but there's no reason for that here in this context of personal development in the context of personal development and coaching everything applies but you just need to use it for the right purpose so that you get the answers you need to create your life so if you're stuck And you can't, you know, it's like you're in quicksand and you don't know what to do. Just get moving any way you can, even if it requires you to challenge your beliefs, your worldview, or to, quote, sleep with the enemy, so to speak. Of course, I'm I'm being sarcastic. You're not a traitor to your beliefs just because you want to expand your options. So go out there. Do what you do, be you, but stay open to other ideas. Okay, so hopefully I've made my point. And my point is is just that if you are in need of a change, if you just feel like you want something else and you're not finding your way through, then go ahead. Try something completely different and see how it works. Maybe it'll, it maybe that thing won't be the answer But it might get you thinking in new creative ways and that's what you want So there you go. That's my talk about Spirit and science in the context of personal development. I hope that it resonated with you today and If you'd like to talk about it further in the context of your own life, or if you've been thinking that you might need some coaching, but you're not sure where to start, I want to invite you to sign up for a free one-on-one session with me. Now, this is not a 20-minute sales pitch. It's a real session that will go on as necessary to explore whatever is on your mind regarding coaching and your next step. I want you to come away from it with some actionable information that will help you move forward. That's my goal. So if you're interested in signing up for a free one-on-one session, just visit my website, nataliegolay.com. And that's it for today, but tune in next time. And we're going to tackle another big subject. Oh my goodness. It's called the difference between faith and belief. I know that sounds big, right? But I think it's a really important subject because There's been lately a tendency to equate the two, and I think they're very different. And it's really important in Conscious Life Design to understand the difference. So tune in next week and let's talk about it and see what you think.
0: Now that Natalie has shared with you some tools to help you feel more energized and start living your life on purpose, it's time for you to take charge and begin to craft the wonderful life you deserve. If what Natalie spoke about today resonated with you and you would like to explore more, Natalie invites you to schedule an appointment with her. Please visit her website at www.nataliegoley.com, where you can also find Natalie's book, Finding Your Why. Natalie's new book takes you on a step-by-step journey of self-discovery, exploring who you really are and what you really want. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, please visit the Tenacious Living Network at tlrstation.com.